Hey, Bob. Welcome to the Across the Middle podcast. What's up, Hoover? How we doing? I'm doing really... Oh, my God. You're drinking scotch. Yes. It's going to be a good one tonight. <laughs> yeah, so chances are this thing's going to run long. Yeah. Hey, guess what? We're going long, everybody. Well, we I'm for two reasons, wordy. you're drinking scotch I and... Get uh, a little philosophical with you. Oh, please do. <laughs> and we're covering three positions because we're going to bang out these positions. Yeah, let's knock it out. Get this segment behind us and on to something new. I'm ready to talk preseason. It's going to be over by the time we're done. I mean, it is over, but... Pretty much, but yeah. You know. No, definitely... Uh, talking about the rookies after this pod and what we expect and who's been the you know biggest uh, surprises so far mac jones what we haven't even touched on some of the injuries and stuff i know i know we got a lot sure of catching do. up to do we do i would like to do like a news portion at the top of every episode too just a quick five minute news walk through yeah sounds um, good Oh my God! I just deleted the cornerbacks. Let's get that back on my list. What? Why don't? So let's start with linebackers. I think. Let's and, start with um, the trivia question. Yeah, yeah, but we're going to start with the trivia first. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So college football week zero has already commenced, um, and the NFL hasn't started yet. So I'm going to do a college football trivia question, and this is pertaining to the AP poll, which is. For those of you who have been living under a rock, it's just mm. uh, the Associated Press releases their rankings of all the college football teams and every week. Um, but yeah. this list I'm looking at is a list of all the teams that have ever spent at least one week at the number one ranking. Um, okay. So I'm going to ask you, mm-hmm. what is the first team on this list so ranging from number one down the first team on this list that uh, has not made an appearance in the year 2000 so from 2000 onward they haven't been rated as the top 25 the number one yeah they have never been ranked number one uh, on the ap poll in the years 2000s onward Oh my but God, they almost... have spent the most amount of time at number one of everyone that's on that subcategory. The, the, there must be a thought, like a bunch of teams, right? Am I misunderstanding no. the question? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So let me give you a, I'll, I'll start with the hint because I think that'll okay. help you out. So Alabama Comprehension has was spent always the most, something I'm good yeah. at, by the way. Uh, Alabama has spent the most weeks uh, at number one. 130 weeks total. Okay. And their most recent number one ranking was in 2020. Uh huh. So what I'm saying is, what school mm-hmm. will have the most weeks spent at number one ranking, but they have not been ranked number one since before the year 2000? There you go. Okay. Love that. Wow. Oh man, I'm I'm thinking Nebraska might be up there. I'm thinking Notre Dame, Notre Dame. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, I'm thinking maybe some Stanford, UCLA. Uh, I'm going with Nebraska. Nebraska. Let me look on the list here. Um, it's not Nebraska. I should tell it's you not. that. Seeing as I'm oh, it's looking. not Nebraska. Yeah, man, he had met a cliffhanger. I was like, "Ooh, I think I got it." Stumped no, him. that was actually an incredible guess. I was looking under this school, but they—they've actually spent uh, seventy weeks at number one. They're the seventh most, but they had an appearance in the year two thousand. They did. So they missed—they missed it by one year. The year two thousand, <laughs> they were ranked number one. <laughs> that was their most but- recent appearance. But that that would have beaten the team that actually did. Yes. Get this? Yeah. If they hadn't have had that. Uh, oh my you know, gosh! If it was 1999, they would have won. Yeah. Jeez. Well, the reason I guessed it is because these these uh, rumors about Scott Frost being 
fired from Nebraska and Nebraska's like history is so established, but their recent success is just horrible. And I'm thinking like, if he can't turn that school around, I don't know if anybody can, it would be fun to watch them be good again. But I think, I mean, I don't know if Oklahoma is always good, but Oklahoma kind of stole their thunder in the, uh, the, the center of the country in terms of who's good there. So it's too bad for Nebraska. Oklahoma and Nebraska used to have a really, really powerful rivalry, but they yeah, as of late, Nebraska has been an afterthought. So that was actually an awesome guess. <laughs> okay. That was really um, good guess, but not correct, good. unfortunately. No, not correct. Let's, uh, should we do linebackers? Let's do linebackers. Yeah. And I think we're going to have very different list. For linebackers? I do. Yeah, I think for linebackers will be different. But honestly, most of our lists have been pretty similar. It's almost like yeah. we could have just made an, a podcast top 10 and not two different top 10s. Yeah, probably. But we'll, but maybe we'll think about that for next year. Mm-hmm. I'll make note. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to start 10 to 1? Yeah, let's do 10 to okay. 1 for linebackers. Okay. Uh, my 10 number 10 one. is one that honestly I don't feel like he's worthy based off his talent. I don't even think of him as like one of the top linebackers, but I was surprised at looking at linebackers. It's pretty thin. I didn't have, like I had trouble finding the 10 good ones. Did you have that trouble? Um, yeah, I felt that way after seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it was not just me. I'm like, these, these guys aren't very good. Yeah. Compared to like, Later in the pod, we'll do cornerbacks and safeties. I, I could have fill in, filled out a, a top 20 list. Yeah, me than too. I felt the same way. Okay. But my number 10 is uh, Blake Martinez. He statistically had a, a really good year last year uh, for the Giants, filled up the stat sheet. He's not very good in uh, man coverage as a linebacker, which is something I value a lot, and that's why I don't really think he's all that good. But he he fills his role, fills in the gaps, solid run defender, and pretty good in zone coverage. But yeah, he's my number ten. Got it. I have one, two, three. I have five guys on my list that I would re-sign right now if I were running a team and these guys' contract were to get negotiated and I were to re-sign somebody, I would uh, pick five of these guys. Otherwise, I don't think the linebacker position, to our point, is as valuable as corner or safety that we'll get into a little bit later. Uh, With that said, my number 10 is somebody who I haven't really seen it, but he's athletic, and I like those type of linebackers. Miles Jack played running back at UCLA and linebacker, if I believe, later on in his career. But he's he's a freak, and he's plays for the Jaguars and he's pretty good. Um, but to, to our, to our point, like it's kind of thin at, yeah. at linebacker. So it's kind of what you're looking to build around. And I like, um, I'd rather go with an undersized, more athletic linebacker in today's NFL. And he's that type of build. Uh, is he on your list? He is. He's actually okay. my number nine. Oh, wow. Uh, my number nine is Levante David who probably should be higher. And I imagine he's higher on yours. Um, for me, he's somebody who's a good leader. He's consistent. He can do it all, but he's, in my opinion, just not great. Gotcha. So, yeah, Miles Jack, uh, to just piggyback on what you were saying, um, athletically, he's he's elite for the linebacker position. He's, you know, what they are looking for when they say they want somebody to cover sideline to sideline. I still don't think he's necessarily polished in terms of pass coverage for how athletic he is. He, sh- he should be better in my opinion, but he's, he's pretty good at everything, but he's not great at anything, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's good. Who's your number eight? No, you, you, oh, you do eight. Cause I did 10 and nine. Okay. My number eight is a, a veteran who's had pretty good uh, success as of late. Uh, Demario Davis for the saints. Oh, I hate uh, him. I know he's he he spent some time on the on the Browns a couple years before the Saints, and I, I liked him before, like because he was with the Browns, and I thought he was arguably our best linebacker. And I'm like, 
this guy's pretty good. Why doesn't he get any love? And I think he was actually before on the Jets before us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's he's just solid. He's probably one of the best linebackers against the run, and he's pretty good in pass coverage too. But he's getting a little old, and his best years are probably behind him. So he's getting a little long in the tooth, but his instincts are going to always be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My number eight is Devin Bush, who I love. He was hurt last year, but I think he's incredible. Um, and he is somebody who's, like I said earlier, he's, uh, I like athletic linebackers, and he's definitely one of those guys. He went to Michigan. Sorry, Bob. Uh, no, that's okay. He was a stud there, but he had a really good first season in Pittsburgh, and like I mentioned, he's been out last year, so... He's somebody I'd want on my team uh, at the number eight spot. Deion Jones is number seven for me, who's just all around year after year, damn good. And Atlanta's defense is not that good, but they do have Grady Jarrett, a defense tackle, and then Deion Jones, who I like a lot. Um, He's just never lived up to the hype. I remember like when he came out of – college he was good his first couple years he was amazing and then he's kind of uh regressed a little bit which is disappointing but still somebody who i have at top 10 nice so my number seven is uh eric kendricks for the minnesota vikings um Uh, he made the the short list for me he was number 11 he had a really good year last year um his best year career year he's He's pretty good in coverage, pretty good in rush defense. I don't know. He's not spectacular at anything, in my opinion, but mm-hmm. he's good. And then my number six is actually Deion Jones. Nice. Freak of an athlete. I, I like him a lot. If he stays healthy, he's he just fills up the stat sheet. He He's good. Yeah. I like him. He's really fun to watch. He is fun to watch. Uh, my number six is somebody that I guarantee you is not on your list. Because his year last year really wasn't that great until late. But he is somebody that if I were building a linebacker, he's exactly the type of linebacker I'd build in a lab. And his name is Isaiah Simmons for the Arizona Interesting. Cardinals. Love freaking Isaiah Simmons. They use him uniquely in Arizona. They, they did a lot of, uh, they use him as like an edge in some instances, um, but he's, can cover anybody, like literally cover receiver, tight end, running back. He's strong enough to be able to shed blocks. I think this season he's going to have an amazing year. And I love athletic linebackers, and he's the fastest linebacker in the league. So he's my number six. And he's the uh, he's somebody I would likely would resign, but this is like a, a tear break. So my number five is Roquan Smith who is a tackle machine. He's led the uh, NCAA in tackles when he was at Georgia, like year after year, came into the NFL, continues to do the same, and he's a stud for the Bears. And that is my number five. My number five is Roquan Smith. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, no. Is it a tear break for you too? Um, Deion Jones was my tear break, so six was... For me, I thought Deion Jones. I put him in that, like, yeah, these guys are okay. all really good. Um, yeah, Roquan Smith, he's solid. He's one of the reasons that Bears defense ticks because um, their offense has not been very good, and the defense has been carrying that team for, I don't know, five years now at least, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's he's one of the reasons since he's been there that it works so well. Yeah, I mean, when he misses a game, that defense is different, and that is a – that's a the significant part in, in how that defense plays. And he's part he's part of it. Um who's your number yeah. four? My number four is uh the best uh pass defending linebacker in the league, Levante David. Nice. Yeah, he he's the best coverage linebacker in the league. So he he's, is he's good. He's, he's undersized and he's old. I mean, for a linebacker, he's old. I think he's like 32, which, mm-hmm. you know, compared to Brady is not old at all. But for linebackers, that's old. Um, undersized, still fast, but he just plays the, the pass game better than any linebacker in the league. So, 
in my opinion. That's why he's number four. Speaking of old, uh, my my number four is Bobby Wagner, who I feel like he's been in the league forever, but he's been the best defender in Seattle during the league Legion of Boom. He's been there ever since, just dominating year after year, continuing to be consistent as a top five linebacker in the league. And uh, I wonder what that team is going to look like when he's done, because I don't think their defense can be close to the same. And then my number three is Fred Warner, who's come on late the last couple of years, and he's a tackle monster. I think would he lead the league in tackles last year? If not, darn close. Um, not sure. Yeah, he's we, we are, he, we're he's missing great. our stats guy. Who's our Steve. stats guy? Steve. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Steve's our stats guy. He just he will rattle <laughs> off stats. Fred Warner just had like a a monumental year last year. So I'm hoping he can ride that into uh, this next season. Yeah. My number three is Bobby Wagner. Nice. Look <laughs> at us. I know. Told you we could have just made a list together. Um, yeah. Bobby Wagner is, he's another one that's a little older. His prime's mm-hmm. probably behind him during those Legion of Boom days, but he's, he's probably the best run run defensive uh or linebacker against the run in the nfl right now he is yeah he's awesome they don't play a lot of man coverage in seattle it's a lot of drop back into zone um and he's fine there but yeah he's he's only okay against the pass but elite against the run agreed who's your number two red warner number two Oh, Fred Warner. Nice. Okay, I'm shocked. I want to see who you have one. It must yeah, be my, who I have. Fred Warner's uh my number two, and he's he's great at everything. He's younger than Bobby Wagner and Levante David, but he's probably the light version of both of them at their strengths, in my opinion. Like agreed. That's a good comparison. Great against the the pass, and he's great against the run. He's younger, little undersized, so he's but but still big enough to do everything elite so he's awesome awesome uh my number two now now i'm confused because my number two and one you you haven't said either of these so i'm going to take a guess and say that you do not have my number one rated linebacker on your list uh (laughs) my number two linebacker is darius leonard who the perfect linebacker for me him and isaiah simmons they're they're like smaller linebackers weight wise, but they look long and they look fast and they look like they can go anywhere on the field in seconds. I just love watching Darius Leonard play. He makes such a difference for that Colts defense who really came on the first half of last season. I think he missed a couple games and they were a much different team without him. Uh, Devin white is my number one linebacker who I don't think you have on your list. And that's a, cr- a crime because <laughs> he's a fucking monster. He's a freak, he's, but he, he he's... makes so many awesome plays. He like, destroys people. He gets a ton of tackles. <laughs> he gets sacks. He's, he's, he's insanely fun to watch. And he's a, a huge part of why the bucks were so good on defense last year. So, please I, make your I, point for Darius Leonard, and I'm dying to know why Devin White's not on your list. Darius Leonard is my number one, and uh, yeah, he's he's awesome. He is to me the best linebacker in the NFL. Um, but I guess I should touch on why Devin White's not on my list. That's probably more interesting. Athletically, mm-hmm. he's a freak. Tackling wise, off the chart. I I think he got used a lot of he got used well last year on defense i don't actually think he's that great of a linebacker they rushed him on almost every passing down because he can't cover anyone i think he's a lot coverage is 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 not great no i think if levante david wasn't there and he had to cover people that defense would have got gashed for a lot of dump offs he's yeah, that's the only thing reason I do from Levante David. What's that? Maybe he'll learn a thing or two from Levante David. I, I maybe, hopefully. Yeah, I think that that duo where Levante David literally just does all the 
the pass, you know, pass defensive reps and he does all the run defensive reps. That's, it's a good duo. Uh, I probably should have had him on my list over certainly Blake Martinez, but um, you know, that's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, I will, I will give in that Devin White is not a good coverage linebacker. There's been times yeah. where I've watched them play and like they're, they're, they're in their nickel D and Levante David is covering Devin, Devin White's side of the ball. It's <laughs> like, hey, the ball's coming over here. And you can see him like just basically in his spot doing the job for him. So, yeah, it would be interesting to see what what Devin White looks like without Levante David. But yeah. um, let's move on. Trivia? To corner. Trivia? But before you want to do, do another trivia guess? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I need a clue because I only guessed one. Um. So my my next guess, and I think I'm wrong because I think this team has been ranked number one. Uh, I'm going to guess the University of Washington. It's not Washington. Okay. Washington was last ranked number one in 1992. Oh, my God. Washington has a spent a total of 15 weeks at uh, number one via the AP poll. My hint will be this team that you're trying to guess has spent a total of 34 weeks. And then I'll give you uh, hmm. I'll give you the number two and number three on the list. Alabama was number one with 130. Ohio State is number two with 105. And Oklahoma is number three with 101. Oh my God. Do you want to do another guess before we go to corners? I do. I'm going to guess. Oh man. I guess I'm going to guess UCLA, but I don't feel good about it. You should not feel good about it. (laughs) UCLA has spent time at number one uh, most recently in 1988 so they did pass that test but they have only spent seven weeks total at number one so they had like one good year if that yeah wow there you go okay let's do corners let's start number 10 again that's more interesting probably yeah yeah because this my number one is is gonna be uh yeah, let's do number 10. <laughs> okay. Can I start? Uh, I w- I'm, I'm excited to talk about Go right ahead, man. Let me start. Um, first, let me say that this cornerback position is deep, and yes. I would re-sign all of these guys. I would, in a second, make them my third highest-paid player on my team. And my first guy is J.C. Jackson for the New England Patriots. A guy that's come out of nowhere, a guy that I just freaking love. And the Patriots keep drafting these corners in like the second round and they never end up playing. And then they have these corners like JC Jackson, who I don't know if he was even drafted. I mean, if he was, he was in like the fifth, sixth, seventh round, just dominate. And I don't know how they find these guys late, but he's been an incredible part of this defense. And with Gilmore out for likely a small portion of the year it's going to be interesting to see if he can carry the weight as number one corner he's definitely big enough to guard these big nfl receivers but i'd be interested to find out if he has the ability to stick with the the best receiver each time um a a short guy that i'd like for the patriots too jonathan jones who was right on my list but didn't make it um but jc jackson is a better outside corner for me I like it. He was he was on my honorable mentions. He did not make my list, but I, I love I love him as a corner. He's great. Yeah, me too. Um, my number ten is <clears throat> Marshawn Lattimore. He did not make my list. He's a good player. He's he's a he's he was probably his best year was his tries. rookie year. What's that? He's good when he tries. He has games yeah. where he gets up for others. He's not as interested. Exactly. He seems like he sometimes just gets a little complacent, a little bored maybe even. Um, 
but yeah, his best year was his rookie year. And since then he's kind of, you know, slowly slowed down, slowed down. Um, but I still think he's elite. And anytime he plays arguably the best wide receiver in the league, Mike Evans, depending on who you talk to, he shuts him down. So. Yeah, he, he can definitely, he, he gets up for his games and when he's, he's good, he's great. Uh, but he's, inconsistent so that's why he didn't make my list who's your number nine my number nine is marcus peters he's on my list nice yeah for uh for the baltimore ravens marcus peters he's he's had a interesting career because he's bounced around a little bit um got labeled as a character concern which i'm okay with as my corners i kind of like my corners talking talking shit i like them getting chirpy in the wide receivers ears um but he plays for baltimore so i hate him <laughs> no but he is awesome he's not exactly the most physically gifted but he's tough he reminds me of a uh, poor man's uh jalen ramsey yeah i like him a, a lot. great compliment actually uh my number nine is somebody who plays on your team denzel ward is he on nice. your list he is yes Okay. Denzel Ward. Uh, you could talk about him better than I will be able to, so I will save that for you when we get to him. Perfect. Um, my number eight is Xavier <laughs> Xavier Howard. Sorry. <laughs> I said Xavier because for some reason, um, Xavier Lee is always stuck in my head, the guy that went to Seabreeze High School uh, and, and played for <laughs> State. Anyways, Xavier Howard is my number eight. And I really like him a lot. He plays for Miami and he is, uh, he's going to be a shutdown corner. I think if he can continue to go on the trajectory that he's going on, uh, cause last two seasons, he's had a good season and he's a beast. So we'll see. Matt's my number eight. Nice. My number eight is Carlton Davis, uh, cornerback for Tampa Bay. He's their number he one. He almost made my Bay. list. He, I think, I think that uh, that defense was almost too good to be a no-name defense, but they, they, the entire lineup was just stacked. They have done a really good job in Tampa Bay drafting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlton Davis is a great example of that. He's number one corner who just won the Super Bowl, and most people don't really know his name, so but he's awesome. He is good. Who's and then your my number? number seven is Denzel Ward. Okay, uh, former, let's talk about it. Former Buckeye, current Brown. I'm a huge fan of Denzel Ward's. Does it get any uh, better? He, he would, yeah, no. It is, it's when, it's, it's when the planets align when something like that happens. I love it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Denzel Ward, he would be higher um, and talked about a lot more if he didn't have injury issues. He's elite when he's on the field. He's probably the most undersized corner probably on both of our lists, but he's athletically a freak. He's, he's shorter, but he's oftentimes the fastest guy on the field when he's on the field. And mm-hmm. he's, he's a shutdown. He just mirrors everyone. Perfect man coverage uh, corner. Um, I just wish he stayed healthy. That's my only knock on him. How does he compare with uh, Jeffrey Okuda? He's way faster. He's smaller. He's better in man coverage. And even though he's smaller, he's he's really tough, and he still goes and plays the run. Um, I liked Denzel Ward, and I felt more confident when he was at Ohio State, and I felt really confident with Okuda when he was there. But I felt more so Denzel Ward was just going to lock whoever was on. You know, whoever Got he was it. guarding, that guy wasn't in the game. Got it. Um, my number seven is James Bradbury, who I'm wondering, is he on your list? He's one of my honorable mentions. He had a great honorable year mentions. last year and he's been, he was really good, uh, with his time in Carolina too. But yeah, I just, I, I don't watch enough of his games or his tape to, to really have a strong opinion. So he just made honorable mention. He is, uh, I think he kind of turned that defense around. Uh, he's a great zone corner. And I like, I think if I were 
playing a defense, I'd want guys who are better at zone than man for some reason. Um, I just feel like you can you can do a little bit more in zone, get more interceptions, make bigger plays. And he's somebody who doesn't get a lot of interceptions, but he definitely shuts sides of the field down. And he single-handedly, in my opinion, turned that defense around. And that defense is somewhat good now out of nowhere. So he's somebody that I really, really like and somebody I'd want on my team. The other guy is Stephon Gilmore, who is six, who was the best uh, corner arguably in the last three years, but he's hurt. And I don't know how he's going to play after this injury. And it's a little concerning. He's also getting older, but he's been one of the my favorite Patriot corners in uh, recent years, going back to Ty Law being number one, Asante Samuel being my second. And then he's, uh, he's repping Ty Law's number 24 and my third favorite New England Patriot corner of all time. So Stephon nice. Gilmore, number six. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, my number six is Xavier Howard. Who there it is. He probably had the best year last year of his career and of anyone on this list in terms of stats and just yeah, playing his ass off. He had a great year and he's been solid every year he's been there. Um, I just want to see but, a little more. Yeah, it's one of those where it's like, I think last year was a little bit of a blip, interceptions a plenty last year and those are not necessarily a consistent statistic from year to year Mm -hmm. um he's always been good and that's why he's on the list um and last year probably bumped him up like i don't know three or four picks yeah he's a little older too i think he's he's around 30 now which is old for a corner is he i think he's younger than that you you, do your number five and i'll look at this age okay my number five is tredavious white who is uh, the cornerback for the Buffalo Bills. He's their shutdown man corner. Uh, really physical guy. He's he's pretty athletic, but he's more of like a, to me, I think of him more of like a, a, a rangy, kind of longer shutdown man corner that has plays with his physicality more so than with his speed, whereas like Denzel Ward just mirrors you. You can't get away from him. He's glue. Uh, Tredavious White is more of like, He's going to bully you around a little bit. Yeah. He's got some long fucking arms. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, he's awesome. He Sometimes I my one th- knock on him is when he goes up against some of the best wide receivers, he does get beat. Uh, but he bullies wide receivers who aren't as good. He does. Um, I'll talk about him later. <laughs> uh, by the way, Xavier okay. Howard was 28. 28. Okay. So I was in mistaken. the second round in 2016, which was okay. the same year. He's still as, pretty um, young then. Oh, no. Um, Shredavious White was the year after. Okay. You're going to hate my next two. And I'll tell you why because they both play for Baltimore. Number five, <laughs> Marcus Peters. Number four, Marlon Humphrey. Uh, to talk about Marcus Peters, you mentioned him. He, <laughs> I've never seen a corner make more gambles than him. And you, it, they seem to pay off. Like he makes the biggest of big plays. He he's consistently getting uh, interception for touchdowns. He's just like will completely leave his guy because he thinks the ball's going somewhere, and sometimes that works out for him. Other times it doesn't. Um, but he's somebody who can quickly turn the game around, and he's been doing that year after year. Marlon Humphrey is the other guy on my list who is just a straight baller. He is the, probably the best tackling corner in the league and he gets up he he puts up safety tackle numbers at corner arguably linebacker it's because they play so much um nickel and he, i think he plays inside uh he's a really really solid corner for that team and uh they would be in some trouble if they did not have him i agree that's why he's number four on my list marlon cool. humphreys yeah, I think. Do you think he's the best tackler for the cornerback position? It's hard to say. He he's certainly in the conversation. I think there may be one other player up that I go. Yeah, him. Tre'Davious White, I'd say, is probably a pretty good tackler. I think Carlton Davis is a pretty good tackler. Marcus Peters is fine. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he certainly could be, and he's definitely in the conversation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's I I hate playing Baltimore. Their defense, ah, it's frustrating. They blitz so much, and their corners are so good. It's it's frustrating. Their corners are great. I mean, we, yeah, Jimmy Smith is their other guy who I left off the list, but he made top twenty for me. He'd probably be fringe or. Earlier on in his career, he did have a lot of injuries that I think robbed him of some of his uh, shine on his uh, game. Some of his best mm-hmm. years, I think, were robbed of him. Uh, three, number three, three. Stefan Gilmore. Nice. Gilmore made the list despite his injury. Yeah. Top three. I, I just gave it to him. I'm like, he's – I know last year he, he didn't – he played. He got hurt. Um, but – the year before he was the defensive MVP and though injuries have taken away some of the, you know, this upcoming year and last year, I still think if he, you know, when he comes back, if he's fully healthy, he's going to be one of the best corners for at least a year or two. He made that play in the AFC championship game versus the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. That was unbelievable. He single-handedly won the Patriots the Super Bowl with that play. Jack's fans knows they know what I'm talking about. I was there. I watched it live. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, my number three is somebody who I think you probably have at two or one, uh, Jair Alexander, who has just he's come on so damn good for the Packers. And this last season, he was, in my opinion, the best corner in the league and if he can i think he likely will keep it that's why i haven't him him at number three but my god he's perfect he's long he can catch the ball incredibly well good tackler great in man coverage good in zone i love jair alexander i'm I'm happy that he ended up being a really really good corner and he's wearing the uh my favorite where they wear the diamond uh sun Blockers. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't? Oh my god. No. It's badass. Under their eyes, they wear like he wears like that triangle, like Marlon Humphrey does it too. Anyways, he looks like a badass because he is one. So he deserves it. And then number two on my list is Fredavious White, who we talked about. And nice. I, I like bigger corners. It's just my thing. I, I'd rather have somebody who's I know Tredavious White's not six foot, he's five eleven, but he he has some long arms. He plays like it. And uh, he's just a, a beast on the outside. And I like my corners to talk some shit. And he's somebody who does that. Nice. Um, yeah, so my number two is someone who doesn't show up on the stats sheet. And you're going to be surprised he's on here. Um, oh. But it's Byron Jones. Oh. Uh, I'm just kidding you. That's that was one for Steve who hates Byron Jones. (laughs) I I think Byron Jones is probably one of the best, uh, you know, in the top 20, maybe top 15. But Steve hates him, former cowboy. Now he's the number two corner in Miami. Can't stand him because he doesn't get interceptions. But uh, no, my number two is uh, Jair Alexander. Okay, we have the same number one. (laughs) Yeah, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Uh, Jair Alexander, he's awesome. I know. I'm <laughs> so happy he's good for them. He's so good. He's He just seems to, like, never be out of position and always makes plays. Or the, or you even forget he's on the field because the quarterback doesn't even bother to look that way. He's yeah. so good. I was Where Jalen Ramsey's um... kind of the opposite. You always – you almost, like, for me, as a as a – viewer of football i rarely am watching the corners like as the ball is getting hiked i'm almost always watching the quarterback or an edge rusher that i'm like oh is he gonna beat the tackle is the tackle gonna hold up um but when jalen ramsey's on the field so you know (laughs) i even though aaron donald is actually probably who i'm watching jalen ramsey is one i almost always take notice and i go because he's he's gonna be shadowing the best wide receiver and i'm like that's there's yeah. gonna be. I'm gonna watch that because that's interesting. And he, God, he's so good. He's great. He's great. He's go. He's going down for at one as one of the all time corners for me. I was making that list earlier in my head, and and he's up there. 
he's an honorable mention for top 10, five all-time cornerbacks. He's got the most swag out of like any corner ever. He's fucking cool. God, uh, I wish he said Jacksonville. I'd, I'd say he's he's still below prime time. Oh yeah, D- you don't touch Dion. Nobody touches Dion. Yeah, but he's he's up there. He was so cool at FSU, Bob. He was the coolest. God, he was a badass. Jalen, we love you. Um, okay, let's let's go to safety. So you want to do another guess on the trivia? You bet I do. It's all I'm thinking about. Yep. Okay. So uh, after further thought, Notre Dame has been ranked in the as number one or earlier they're, this they're year. They're number four in terms of time spent. Yeah. They're they've spent ninety eight weeks, and their most recent was in two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. Um. What's stumping me is that. I felt so good about the Nebraska one. Now I can't think of anybody else um, that, good that was good historically like that. Oh, man. What's that team? SMU? Was it SMU? That's that's a solid guess um, in terms of like creativity. And they have spent a week at number one. They've only spent two, though. And their most recent was in 1950. Oh, the, it is not SMU. That's stupid because that documentary makes it seem like they were good. Like I know that that time. documentary made it seem like they spent about a decade at number one straight, only to have the death penalty put on them. Uh, what was it? Houston? That's my other guess. Houston. I think that's a terrible guess. What? Uh, Houston's never spent a week at number one. Oh, they also had like some scandal. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm going to guess one more. Let me, let me give you... Okay, so I told you the top four already, and then I'll yeah. give you five, six. You already know seven is Nebraska, and then I'll give you eight, nine, and ten. So five so is like USC. They are. Um, five is USC. 91 weeks, most recent, 2012. Six is Florida State. 72 weeks total. Most recent in 2014. Nebraska, you already know, is seven. Eight is the Hurricanes of Miami. 68 weeks total. Most recent was in 2002. They were were on my list. Yeah, but I knew that they were good early in 2000. Nine is Texas. uh, 45 weeks and most recent in 2008. And then 10 is, is... Go ahead. Is UF not even on the top 10 list? 10 is Florida. Oh. 40, 41 weeks. Most recent in 2009. Those bastards. <laughs> yep. So you're the team you're looking for is 11. Penn State. Penn State. That would have been a that is actually a really good guess, but it is not Penn State. They've spent 21 weeks, which is tied for 16th. And their most recent one does meet the criteria was 1997 but they are not are you kidding me it's not penn state no all right oh that is shocking okay safeties (laughs) you go first because you started number 10 i did number 10 last time um 10 i'll do my two honorable mentions Uh, okay derwin james and then adrian amos derwin james is probably wait Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Derwin James is an honorable mention. He's played like four <laughs> weeks in the oh NFL in three years. How are you going to put him on there? Because he's freaking amazing. He's the I best know. safety in the league. Oh <sighs> my God, I'm stunned. That's worse than your Devin White take. Derwin James is light years better than anybody else on this list. Light years. Talent wise, that's. Yeah, that's arguably true, but he hasn't even played. It's Who been cares? Three years in the NFL, and he's played like six, six weeks tops. Oh my God, he's a freaking monster. Maybe, maybe he if, comes back. If you think Jalen and... Ramsey is good at corner, you should see what this guy does. It. He could guard it. He could play corner. He'd be the second best corner in the league. I, he plays safety. I think he's awesome, but I almost treat him like a rookie. Is what I'm saying. 
I just haven't seen it. Well, he Kyle hasn't Pitts even played a full season. My, my top five tight end list in this season, but we're not doing rookies. Yeah, that okay. that's, that was my argument there. And then Adrian Amos. I hate that. Is, yeah, well, go ahead and hate it. We would. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're not doing a group top ten anymore. This could have ruined the podcast. Yeah, he would have been number five, and I would have thrown a fit. Yeah, you said you. You know what? You're being a bad friend for not backing <laughs> me up. I feel like you should have been there for me and backed me up when I needed you. Something like that. That, that sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's probably how that would have gone. Yeah. Said, yeah, but um, I think you're wrong. So that was kind of the problem. Um. <laughs> Oh, I can't help it because you're an idiot. So, <laughs> all right, Adrian Amos um, let's is. Start. Yeah, that was another honorable mention. My number ten is Buda Baker. <laughs> That's my number ten. <laughs> is it? That's yes. great. <laughs> it's such a random my, number ten. I know. My number ten is Buda Baker. Uh, definitely an undersized safety, um, which makes him all the more fun to watch because you're like mm-hmm. that guy is. He shouldn't be on a football field, but he just continues to make plays and continues to be around the ball. Um, really fun to watch. I like him. You know who reminds me of? Uh, a smaller version of Bob Sanders. He's like a l- little bit less impactful because Bob Sanders was one of those safeties He's, that yeah. played for the Colts that was just like a playmaker. And Buda Baker is similar, but... Not to that degree, but man, I yeah, love watching. I actually Buda think Baker play. Bob Sanders when he played was more of a thumper. Like he played strong. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. But he was like that's why he was hurt all, all the time. The field. He just freaking lowered the crown of his head and just gave himself concussions. Oh man, he was like five, five eight, and just absolutely brought the hammer. Yeah, he was awesome. Um, so that's my number ten, Buddha. Uh, my number nine is somebody who used to play for the Cardinals, and I think you're going to have him higher, Tyron Matthew. I love watching Tyron Matthew play. He's been awesome, and he should no, be that's my, my number list. nine, by the way, is Tyron Matthew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He is just uh, – he's a little inconsistent, and yeah. you need another good safety to cover up for his mistakes, similar to Levante David, Devin White argument. Uh, but Tyron Matthews, the guy making plays, and he's done it. He did it in college. He still does in the NFL, despite his size. He's uh, he's got a character that I love having on defense, and uh, he's the swag to the Chiefs' defense for sure. Yeah, the Honey Badger. He he definitely has. He's got a sixth sense that sometimes. Uh, he he's a he's losing control of sometimes he's like oh man i i could have sworn the ball was coming right here to the flats yeah that's weird it's like i don't know maybe three out of five times you go how the hell did he know that was going to happen and then the other two times you go oh well somebody did forgot to cover that guy imagine him with marcus peters and devin white on defense just three guys who basically just use their instincts to play defense. There'd be so many holes. There'd be a lot of big plays, a lot of turnovers, <laughs> but lots of big plays. <laughs> All three of them would be trying to get an interception at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Tyron Matthews. Awesome though. I did not like him coming out of LSU, um, but I have grown to love him in the NFL. Me too. I love him. Um, you're up eight, or am I up? You're up. I'm up. Marcus May uh, for the New York Jets. Good pick. Um, I think he's he's quietly one of the best safeties in the NFL. He started out at free safety um, while Jamal Adams was still there at the Jets, and mm-hmm. he was mm, probably top 15 free safety as a younger safety. And then after Jamal Adams left, he moved to strong safety to fill the void and he he to me did almost just as good a job not quite as good a job but just as good so he's he's got versatility he can do everything you want in zone come in the box i i love his versatility and i think he does everything well agreed um 
I like him a lot, and he was not my list, but he he could be. Uh, Adrian Amos is my number seven. Uh, yeah, seven, eight, no, eight. Sorry, eight. And um, he's boring to me, but he's consistent. He's good. That's that was kind of why I did. He's in my honorable mentions because he deserves to be on the list, but he's he is boring. Yeah, he's just boring. He's just there. He makes plays. He's smart. He's yeah. uh, he'd be a good pair with Tyron Matthew. Yep. Uh, my number seven is Jesse Bates, who I just feel like doesn't get a lot of recognition because he's on a shitty team, but he's awesome, and I would love having him as my uh, my starting safety. He's just he's everywhere, and he covers a lot of ground. He lets you uh, roam if you want to um, for people like Buddha and, and Taron Matthew. I like it. My number seven is Marcus Williams for the Saints. Um, I think most people think of him and think about the uh, Minnesota miracle where he just absolutely whiffed a tackle. Like, like, Like you're playing Madden and you quickly switch to the wrong guy and try to make a tackle. And, and then the safety just, yeah. just dives and grasps air. That's kind of what it felt like. You're like, oh, how? He was just exactly. a rookie when it happened. Like... But he's quietly being – he's one of the best, if not you know, the best man coverage safety in the NFL. He's, he's awesome. Really good mm-hmm. free safety. He's not a strong safety. He's not going to come up and – make a bunch of tackles you know over the course of the year but really good in coverage yeah i like him a lot and then my number six is that we're doing it did you do your seven already okay my number six six. is one that i know you're gonna have higher jamal adams oh yeah much higher yeah i know uh i think he's the best strong safety in the nfl Mm-hmm. And last year, he was arguably one of the best edge rushers in the NFL. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he rushed the passer almost like 40% of the time. Didn't he lead from, them in sacks? Yeah, from a, from the safety <laughs> position, um, which is just weird. Bonkers. But yeah, I don't know. If, when I'm looking for a safety, I, I want something different. I think if I'm looking for a linebacker, he's exactly who I'm looking for. But for me, looking for a safety, which is what he plays, he's he's just really, really talented and really good at what he does, but it's not what I'm looking for. Okay. Uh, my number six is... <laughs> I disagree. You're taking a little uh, time to process that? Yeah, just... You're like... I can't wait to find your one and two safeties. Um Maybe it's this next guy, John Johnson, who will be on your list, who is now a Brown, so you must be thrilled. And uh, he is a a badass for sure. I'm happy you guys have him. Uh, My number five is Harrison Smith. You have to have this guy on your list just because he's the epitome of a smart tight end. Like so, oh my God, sorry, safety. Um, He's phenomenal. Uh, he has been in the league forever. He's the reason the Vikings defense is somewhat okay. And uh, he went to he played for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. So it's good too. Yep. I, I like both those guys. My number five, is that right? Mm-hmm. Is Minka Fitzpatrick. He's my number four. Yeah, I, I I really like Minka Fitzpatrick, and just like how I said with Jamal Adams, plays a style I is not what I'm looking for when I'm ranking safeties. Minka plays like exactly what I'm looking for. He's so diverse in the pass coverage game. He plays he plays man because he played freaking corner in Alabama, and then he's he's he just has some really good instincts in zone coverage, and he almost it feels like I don't know. It feels like every other week he's coming back with a pick six. I know that's not the case, but yeah, I just feel like anytime, anytime the Steelers have a pick six, you're like, yeah, oh yeah, that's Minka Fitzpatrick. That's really not a surprise. That was a bad trade by the Dolphins. I thought it was going to be a good trade. Yeah, it was them. a bad trade. But Minka Fitzpatrick is way better than a first round pick. I agree. 
And then my number four is Jesse Bates the third. Jesse Bates is on your list. Yeah, I think Jesse Bates is awesome. If he didn't play for the Bengals, he'd be getting so much more love. I know. Uh, last or you know, the last couple of years, he's easily been one of the best safeties, but he's got crap in front of him and he's always on the field. So they're never in primetime games. And so you never hear his name. And you know we're not getting Bengals games. <laughs> so Mm-mm. unless you've got NFL ticket just to watch Joe Burrow and company, you probably don't hear much of Jesse Bates' name. But that's a shame because he's awesome. He is awesome. He's a good player. Uh, my number four, I mentioned Mika Fitzpatrick. Similar to you, I just like the way that he plays. I like corners converted to uh, safety. And as I'm reading this, I'm, I'm remembering I'm, I missed Devin McCourty, so I just wanted to apologize uh, for Devin McCourty, who I left off the list because he's older, but he was one of the best safeties in the league for a long time. Um, yeah, Justin Simmons is my number three, and he, he kind of reminds me of this the same play style as Jesse Bates. Really good safety, makes good plays. He's smart. He's athletic. He's everywhere. I like watching him a lot. So that's my number three. Who's your number three? My number three is John Johnson the third. Nice. You must um, be so thrilled you got him. I, I am, yeah. He was, when I was looking over the free agency and I'm like, okay, we have a clear need at free safety. Um, and I was, there was like five or six of free safeties coming out potentially that I wanted. And he was my number one. I'm like, yeah, man. But I was in my head as a Browns fan, I naturally instinctually just go, okay, well, he's my number one. So we won't get him. Who's <laughs> like four or five on the list that we might have Let's a chance to overpay? <laughs> like, oh. Um, so yeah, I thought I was I was hoping that we'd get someone like Marcus May, who I think he ended up getting franchise tagged by the Jets, but I was like, I I'd be happy with something like that. It's not my number one, but yeah, no, I'm really excited. He's he's that single high free safety. Um, even though he played the Rams play a lot of cover two. But he's yeah. he's just great. He's better at, single high. Yeah, he can do everything. Um, but he's definitely back in type safety. He's he's not a big thumper. He's kind of a he looks like a corner in terms of his size. He's he's a little lankier, lengthier, lankier. Um, but yeah, he's awesome. Love his instincts. He seems to always be in the right spot. Mm-hmm. And then my number two is Harrison Smith. Wow, who, you had him that high? Yeah, I think Harrison Smith's awesome. When and he carries that defense. Like he does. He does. Although that defense really needs edge rushers to work. Um it it also needs the the two back safeties to make it work and they play a lot of quarters. Um and so he gets he gets a lot of opportunities to jump, you know, crossing routes in front of him, but Mm-hmm. He's he's awesome. I love watching him. He's just getting older. That's my only know, concern I, with him. I know. As I'm putting here, I'm at him at two on my list. I'm like, ooh, he's already kind of old. They just signed him for he's a four-year deal. They just signed him for four more years. Like that's a terrible contract. Classic Vikings. Yeah, like, classic ugh, Vikings. What a terrible. Like uh, two years is what I would have tried to get him for. Not four. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think he's still still awesome. Who the freaking heck do you have number one? Um, my number two is Jamal Adams, who we talked about. I mean, I don't know what I get you like different styles safeties. This guy is everywhere. This guy drills the hell out of people. He is Cam Chancellor, but way better for that Seattle defense. And um, he he brings an aggressiveness that I just love on, on defense. Him, Tyron Matthew, Marlon Humphrey, those are the guys. Jalen Ramsey, I just love, love, love having those guys on my defense. Uh, the next guy I'll list is in a tier way above Jalen, Jamal Adams, way above anybody else, Derwin James, who athletically is, could play corner, be the as I mentioned, the second best corner on a team. 
he was phenomenal at FSU. Phenomenal. He is so freaking fun to watch. He's such a badass. Oh, I can't believe you don't have him on your list. I, I, I think, hope he I stays think the healthy. the only argument I need to say people. is he's been in the league three years, and you have to mm-hmm. reference his FSU playing days. That's that's fair. That's the that's only fair. reason he's not on the list. He's yeah. Been, he just he's, hasn't played. Yeah, he's incredible, though. The times he has played, though, he's been awesome. When, if, if, if we were guaranteed health for every single one of these guys, he'd be number one. Oh, yeah, one he'd be on this list. list five. He'd be, All right. he'd be definitely top in the upper tier, too, probably in the top five somewhere. But okay. I got to see it. I've seen enough. Um, my number one. He's my guy. Justin Simmons. Okay, that's fair. He's great. Yeah, Justin Such Simmons a solid is awesome. player. He does. He's he just does everything right. Anything you can imagine, like if you were creating a player and you're like, oh, I need my safety to do this well. Oh, I also need him to do this, 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 and this well. And he does it all well. Yeah. So that's why he's number he's three. My number one. A a guy who does not make mistake mistakes. Is like what you want out of a safety. <laughs> it's like the definition mm-hmm. of safeties. The yep. safety valve, and he covers up a lot for them. Yeah. Uh, only 27, too. He seems like he's been in the league a lot longer. And um, drafted in the third round, which is surprising. I thought he was a guy who was taken late in the draft, but he was not. Um, yeah, he's he's great. Trivia? Let's, let's hit it. Um, I have two more guesses that I think are pretty good, and then I have like nowhere. I, I don't know where to go. Um, and I'm starting to think you gave me this question because of the team. Uh, so my next guess is Michigan. That is correct. It is? Yeah. Oh, I knew it. You are so silly. Savage. <laughs> As an Savage. Ohio State fan, you're like, take take that, Michigan. <laughs> oh, Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Number 11, you've been number one 34 times in the AP poll. Most recently, 1997. That's crazy. Yuck. That's bad. Get out of uh, here, Harbaugh. Do you think, do you think he's going to be Packies. fired this year? No, I think he actually just has been negotiating an extension. If you look at, they haven't been number one since 1997. So it's not like he's taken them over, you know, took over the job and has made them worse. They weren't ever number one, you know, consistently or anything like that Mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm -hmm. If you actually look at the records and some of the resumes of the, the like last three coaches before him, He's his resume is better than theirs. He's actually no, making agree. making them better. I agree. They're they're going to be they've they're going to win like six games it, though this year. But historically speaking, it's still not good enough. And I actually bet it wouldn't be as bad, and we wouldn't talk about this if Ohio State, their biggest rivalry, wasn't going on like the best twenty year or ten year run of their entire like history of football mm-hmm. ohio state's done the best it's arguably ever done as of late consistently and so it's weird that um it's weird that it works like that when teams your rival like you're so good that your rival just becomes like worse like you just keep beating them they become worse like it's it's rare that um fsu and uf are top five it just it's one of them's either good, one of them's bad. Um, Texas, Oklahoma, similar. Oklahoma's been way better than Texas as of late. Um, same with Michigan, Ohio State, even Notre Dame, USC. Notre Dame's good right now. USC's trash, and then it's was wasn't that way before. But it's just weird how it works. The the next I think team it definitely my, works in conference a lot too. Like, yeah, Florida State went on that run you know, for a while. And then as they were coming off that run, Clemson came on their run. Mm-hmm. And Clemson True. clearly like dethroned them. And then Florida State's like, uh-oh, abort, oh, no. abort. Um, and you know what? Heavy lies the crown. Eventually something will happen, you know, like Saban will retire and 
the next year the new coach will have like a oh crap LSU just whooped them and then recruits will be like oh maybe we should maybe Saban was the magic Mm -hmm. same thing with Ohio State you know something will happen and their pixie dust will wear off and somebody else will come and be great for a while I think that's what makes it fun Mm -hmm. um that the other two teams I were going to guess Georgia are they pretty close that's a that's a let's see Georgia they were actually number one in 2018 okay and then Um, LSU but I think that they were number one because they they won won the national title obviously Yeah, so 2019, but they were actually 12, uh, 32 they were 12 for weeks. Me. Yeah, so they were 12 on the list. The next two after them are actually surprising. Michigan um, State. Wow. 29 weeks. Most recently, 1966. And then um, you're going to have to go way back to 1958 for 14, which was Army. I, I, they were on my short list to guess. Yeah, and then Clemson, uh, only because of recent success, was uh, is fifteen. Mm-hmm. That was a good trivia question. That was one of my favorites. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. That was great. That was fun. Speaking of fun, this was it. a good episode. We did it. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you. We did it. So yeah, you, been, we don't have a plan around. for next week, but we'll figure something we, out. We've we've got plenty of. Uh, ideas in the cooker though mm-hmm. i'm excited football's back i can feel it i can smell it i know it's still in I'll Florida, be though, it. it's still too hot to get like go out and throw the football and just you're sweating before you even you know get your get your warm-ups off i know right um brutal this was a great time to be in chicago we would always go to michigan at this time and you can feel like the Michigan fans started, they, they were hanging up flags and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's around the corner. I'm so excited. I love it. Uh, yeah, the Buckeyes Ohio played State Friday night? Thursday. Oh, Thursday night? Minnesota? Yeah. Minnesota. Amazing. You going to watch with your dad? My dad is currently in the UK. On work. What? Oh, yeah. on work? <laughs> yeah. My dad's, well, uh, he's over there for, I think, like a two-month stretch. Wow. Good for your dad. Not for my mom. <laughs> Not for your mom. I love the UK. No. I'm jealous. Yeah, no. He was, he was, uh, he went for two months and then came back for like two and a half weeks and then back over there for another two months. Jeez, that's cool. I want your it dad's cool. job. <laughs> well, let's become a project manager at Lockheed Morton. And then that's cool. That's all it takes. Just a piece of cake. Ta-da. <laughs> well, I, I, I might uh, text you Thursday if you're looking for a pal to watch the game with. I don't know if you um, like. I would to be absolutely solo, love but... that. Um, oh. I would love that. Good. Good. I'll there was no buts. Over. No buts. <laughs> it looked like a butt. <laughs> but um, I, I kind of invited some other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't know them and it just would be awkward yeah. so yeah yeah so we'll see ya <laughs> no right, i'm Bob. excited for college football and Me uh too. yeah we'll have to do a little college football stuff too if it gets inter- interesting enough hopefully there's it tons will of get interesting it will definitely get interesting all right thanks for listening yep we'll see you <laughs> thanks guys see you bye